Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two shoeless minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And Mel is back. Do you enjoy seeing two? Two? Two. The number two? two. Is it your favorite two. number now? Two? Yeah, yeah, until the next movie. It'll be three. Three. <laughs> My new favorite number. Three. All right, well, today we are talking about minutes 32 to 34 of the Karate Kid Part 2. What have I done? <laughs> they begin with greetings and end with weepings. No. We pick up where we left off on Monday with Miyagi and Daniel, now in Okinawa, arriving at Miyagi's father's home. They step up onto the porch, and Miyagi tells Daniel to take off his shoes. That must be weird coming into a place you haven't been in 45 years, but you grew up in. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, in the novelization, uh, Miyagi is like uh, goes to open the door like immediately and then realizes, oh, wait, I'm like a stranger. I should knock. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, But I feel like you would still I don't know. You would still want to be just be like, hey, I'm home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I haven't even been alive 45 years. So like that's. Uh, well, thanks so for rubbing in. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I just so didn't young. want Mel to get upset, you know. Uh, um, <laughs> what do you guys think about taking off shoes? <laughs> I think you should take off shoes. <laughs> I, I'm i not a fan of wearing outdoor shoes indoors. Let me just put right. it that way. Like, inside your, like, home. Yeah, it's fine if you have indoor shoes. If you like, absolutely want to wear shoes inside, just wear indoor shoes. Get some slippers. Get some slippers, um, you know, like or something. But I know in Japan, it's very, it's a very big cultural thing of taking off shoes. But right. even between Canada and the in the states, I think you like certain parts of the states, people. I could be wrong about this, but I've heard that people just walk with their outdoor shoes in in their house. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, it really depends on whose house you're going to. I mean, we're, we, um, my house, like, uh, you know, we try to have people take shoes off, but but then again, there hasn't been many many visitors. (laughs) So (laughs) I know, but what do you do? Do you take your shoes off when you come in? Oh, absolutely. I always feel like I have to clean the place. I don't want to track anything around. Um, yeah, I'm talking about, it's so weird. Um, I always feel kind of weird whenever I go to somebody's house, especially if somebody I've like not gone no, their house. I haven't been, haven't visited before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then taking off my shoes, like I, there's like a, like a bit of vulnerability there. Really? <laughs> you just, it's, I need my shoes. I feel the way. opposite way. I, I need to take my shoes off so I don't make their floor dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Like but I feel I, bad because like usually if you're just meeting someone new and they're in their, in your house, you're like, Oh, I don't want to inconvenience you by telling you to take off your shoes. So you say, it's all right. You can wear your shoes inside. But when people tell me that I'm like, no, like, like that makes me feel weird. wearing my shoes inside your ass. I have to take them off. So you're saying if like you were visiting a house and everybody in there was walking around with shoes on, you'd be like, all right, but I'm not going to be that guy. I'm yeah, going to take my probably. shoes off. Probably unless their floor looked dirty already, then I wouldn't get anything <laughs> on my socks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I mean, obviously, it, it's it's polite. It, it is, but it is one of those weird things where it's just like, oh, I take my shoes off. It's just, uh. and then, but that, then that, you know, you when you take your shoes off, you're committing to visit. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so I understand where you're coming from. Like, you're like, I, at this point, like, I can't, yeah, okay, I can't I'm flee. staying here for at least 20 plus minutes. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, it takes effort to take your shoes off and put them back on. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Like, yeah. I think everybody, and I, I'm guilty of this as well. I think everybody who wants people to come visit them that want you to take their sh- your shoes off should provide some sort of seating where you can sit down and unlace and t- do do your whole shoe business and take everything off instead of like hopping around on one foot trying not to fall over in some stranger's house. Or like I know. I have, I, have that, I have that in my house, that issue where I don't really have – we don't have enough room like in the entrance for yeah. a bench or anything, so <laughs> – it's kind of like, yeah, I feel kind of bad. We should probably put a bench somewhere sometime. Yes. Guys, let's, let's do that. Let, next let's week, we're going to come back to the podcast. You're going to come visit us, Robin? You're going to take I'd your love to come shoes visit off, have a, have a tea or coffee? I, place listen, I'm not sure about <laughs> taking my shoes off. Can I leave quickly? Can Will I be allowed? Will the door be locked as soon as I walk in? <laughs> the door automatically locks. <laughs> No, <laughs> with my shoes outside the door. Oh God, that's the ultimate. Once you're in, you're in. As soon as you leave your shoes behind, our cats will eat them. <laughs> no, that's true. My dog could go after your shoes, you know. Mm. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, shoe talk, by the way, here on Karate Kid, uh, two minutes. Uh, yes. My wife actually uh, just bought a shoe rack for our door, for for like near our door, where. Uh, my two pairs of shoes and like a pair of slippers, uh, and my wife and two daughters, uh, 37 pairs of shoes, uh, can be, uh, put up and, uh, you know, easily gotten to on their way out the door. (laughs) So basically displayed in full view of the dog who could possibly chew them to shreds. It, this is true. This is true. We are, we, she's a puppy. So we really try to keep a good eye on her, but it is so bad where like, like it's so neat and orderly, but I walked by and, uh, uh, earlier today cause it just got put together and I was like, is there a bowling alley nearby? Cause, uh, <laughs> this looks like, like a, you know, where you go pick up the, the, the bowling holes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, Really, the first thing we're the first thing we're going to display as people walk into the door is thirty-seven pairs of shoes neatly stacked up. I mean, I don't know. I'm just... people. I feel like people will be tempted to be like, "Oh, I, that's my size." <laughs> They'll just grab up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you might want to yeah. like hide that somehow. I don't like taking <laughs> people's shoes. Oh, there, there. Here comes one of. Uh, uh, Matt's other eccentricities. What? Touching I gotta take. People? I gotta take my shoes off, unless the floor is dirty. I, I can't touch other people's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about bowling alleys then? Yeah. They spray them with like a like a. a oh okay. Like a I don't know if it's like a sanitizer or what. Yeah, I don't even I know if it really works. I think it's just a deodorizer. Yeah, you don't think it's like kills. I don't know. The foot germs. <laughs> I would hope some Lysol in there or something. Something. Yeah, what do they spray it with? Oh, maybe it's Lysol. I don't know. Listeners, write in. Educate us. About- <laughs> yeah. Is there someone that works in a bowling alley that's listening to yeah. us right now? Yes. <laughs> Do you know the secrets of the trade? <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get back to the movie. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Miyagi knocks and it is it is on a uh, door that is different than your you know standard American door. Uh, I'm not sure if we discussed these in Miyagi's home last movie, but this door is called a shoji. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, you probably know this, right? <laughs> yeah, I knew that. So shoji can be a door, window, or just a room divider, and I think I talked about it in reference to the room divider in Miyagi's home, if, if anything. Um, but I found some other fun facts about this that, uh, were really interesting to me in this movie. Um, so the shoji is framed by lattice, uh, which is called Koshi and the Koshi is assembled by interlocking wood or bamboo without nails using a technique called ready for this kumiko oh oh kumiko literally means woven uh, according oh, to wikipedia i like that <laughs> that's very pretty and i like wondered what why name her after a uh, wood technique of wo- of weaving wood <laughs> which and it's so funny because here is a shoji door which is how we're going to first meet kumiko <laughs> mm. yeah well, I mean, I, like I think that. I, I think, think that's pretty. Most names have a meaning. Yeah, uh, it's like I mean, a lot of our names have meanings that that are that's lost mm-hmm. to like uh, ancient language, you know. Like, uh, um, in Japanese, like the the name Ken uh, means uh, fist. I'm pretty mm. sure. And uh, or no, sorry, no, it doesn't. It means punch. I think. Oh. I, I can't remember. Uh, Ryu means dragon. Uh, mm. cool. Yeah, most most of the names have meanings. Uh, I look further. I was thinking, oh, did Robert Mark Heyman go? I don't know. Kumiko is a thing that frames lattice. That's a pro- technique. That's that could be a good name, but it actually is a, a feminine Japanese name uh, that is used, um, and it seems to mean. Uh, Depending on, I guess, the kanji that's used to spell it out, uh, it it has uh, various meanings. The most I, I found the common thread is young and beautiful. <laughs> so, mm. Actually, uh, Ken, we're looking up Ken, and it means healthy and strong. Uh, ah. um, much like the Tekken character, right? <laughs> Tekken. Mm. Oh man. <laughs> oh. What. <laughs> I also found out that kumiko is a word that's used in the Japanese art of appreciating incense, uh, which is called kodo. Um, It's not something that's done in the modern era, but kumiko is a game played with incense where participants pass around incense and smell it and try to guess what material it's made out of. and uh, I guess incense appreciation is counted as uh, one of the Japanese classical arts of refinement, much like Japanese tea ceremonies. Uh, but we're going to talk about that some other time. <laughs> we're going to go back. I'm going to go back to um, the name Ken, sorry, even though it has nothing to do with <laughs> Well, it's good. There's this big character, Ken, coming up uh, in this minute. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah. uh, Karate Ken is actually the original name of this movie. Matt looked up a Shoryuken. Shoryuken! Shoryuken! And uh, the Shoryuken means, literally means rising dragon fist. (laughs) Oh, cool. Yeah. So I think that's where Matt heard that. Yeah. 
So that's where, that's where I got. So maybe it. it's just like like words used in, in certain, certain contexts. Context, yeah. yeah, mean some certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, fun uh, fact for the name Ken. And now let's never speak of Ken again. <laughs> uh, well. Kumiko is actually played by uh, Ken. Uh, <laughs> Ken. <laughs> sure. I did want to um, give a shout out, our first of many, uh, to Mickey Yamashita. Mickey Yamashita was uh, interviewed this weekend on Karate Kid Minute, and we talked uh, about her role in Cobra Kai as Ren, the Okinawan tour guide, the guy that, the, the guide that uh, tells uh, Daniel how Tomi Village became Tomi Village Green. Mm-hmm. And Mickey uh, also helped us out with a list of translations. Uh, so there's a lot of Japanese that's not subtitled in this movie that uh, she helped out. And that's, that's a document that I'm going to be referring to. Uh, so I want to just quickly say thank you, Mickey, uh, and we'll be thanking her a lot. Um, so Kumiko shouts out something. Uh, she goes, hi, you know, which we know is uh, hello. Um, but then she says something that sounds like just a moment, but it's not. Okay. Um, Mickey listened to this and said it, it. it's Japanese for please wait. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> there are a few that I threw at her that she was like, no idea. But <laughs> so, so, you know, I'll be going back and forth. But yeah, again, uh, uh, thank you uh, to Mickey. Do you have it spelled out there, what she said? Was it like mate kudasai or? or uh... She didn't actually write down what the Japanese was. She, I just said, at this minute, at this second, what is this? Oh, okay. So she just pretty much translated as best she could. Uh, but you know, if you have a, a another idea about, I mean, there's also some things that are um, that she couldn't get that um, you might know. Who knows? You know, probably not. Uh, so the door opens and we see the beautiful Tamlin Tamita uh, and her hair. And her hair. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What, so what? 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 What's, what's up with? Okay, explain. What do you mean? I don't like her hair. You don't like her hair? No. Why? I don't. It's like just a. It's just all over the place. I don't know. Just a like, lady at home, man. She's watching uh, MTV. No, she looks like this in every scene. It, um, <laughs> her hair. Her hair just looks like it's constantly humid. Like wow. it looks just very frizzy. Like. Maybe it is. It's always hanging. It's always hanging. I, I mean, Okinawa. It's always hanging over. Her I face. feel her pain because. As a person with curly hair, like, and if it's, a, there's a lot of, I assume there's a lot of humidity in Hawaii. Um, yeah, but she's always, like, got it, like, up in a bun or whatever, except for the few strands that are in front of her face. I it, think she just it, didn't It seems get, like, like a, it has to be on purpose. I think, like, she just didn't get, have, like, a good conditioner. <laughs> Anyways, well, I assumed it was a style she chose. Yeah, maybe. Uh I mean, I was, uh, you know, 11 or 12 when I saw this. So every single time I see Kumiko, I have stars in my eyes, hearts. Uh, and really the ongoing question, I think, uh, who wins my heart in the end, Kumiko versus Ali? I don't know. I don't <gasps> know. Uh, I don't know. I love them both so much. 
those fictional characters. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's very cute, but it's just her hair seems like it's all everywhere. It's all over the place. Yeah. I, I it's not a big deal. Just an no. observation. But it's just it's just funny when you see um what is uh, Yuki? Yes, uh, Yuki, yeah. Yuki, yeah, you see like Yuki's hair and it's very like pulled back like, you know, tied up neatly. Yeah, it's just like the difference, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, it just seems, I don't know, she seems so soft and I think the hair is uh, a part of that. She seems very soft. <laughs> soft and gentle and I don't know, Aww. sweet. Yeah, it might have been uh, a choice. It might have been a choice. Um, so Tamlin, uh, the book and the script say that Kumiko is about 16 or 17. Uh, Tamlin is actually 20 when she is acting this movie. And just so you know, Ralph is 25 at this point. She does have some connections to this story. Uh, Tamlin was born in Okinawa. Um, and... Her father uh, was interned at Manzanar during World War II. Mm. So she's got that history. Um, she went to high school and college in Los Angeles. Uh, her dad was actually LAPD and helped form the nation's first Asian task force in the 70s. What? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Tamlin uh, was a beauty queen. Uh, she was 1984 Nisai Week Queen and Miss uh, Nikkei international this is her first film role she was uh i think U- a ucla studying history and mass communications she had no acting ambitions until she received a call f- by helen funel uh who is another former beauty queen and her, her quote here is uh helen called to say that the casting director for a new film called the karate kid part two had gotten in touch knowing that she knows a lot of Asian girls in town. She called just one day after I returned from winning the International Japanese Beauty Contest in Brazil. They met me, I took some screen tests, then flew to New York to meet the director, John Avildsen. After some acting lessons for a few weeks, I was on the set working. <laughs> wow. A few weeks Crazy. of acting lessons. Yeah, she took, right? She took to it well, I guess. Yeah. I'm trying to find uh, beauty queen photos of her, but I still, I still don't uh, know why there's a big connection between Japan and Brazil. Like, did you know she had a music career? No, I didn't actually. That was not one of the things I found. I just her. found an album titled "Sweet Surprise." Well, it, it really of, was. <laughs> and there's a picture of her wearing what looks like like a, a checkerboard like New York cab T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Nice. I'll, uh, I'll send you that. Just a sec. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I wonder if the album is on Spotify. I'm listening to it tonight. Uh, at the time of the film's release, Tamlin said, quote, it's been quite a whirlwind. It happened so fast, but I've learned a lot and it's really opened up a whole wide, wide new world for me. I owe a lot to working with professionals like Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita. They taught me that a lot of acting has to do with listening reacting to the other character. It means putting yourself into the emotions of the person you're portraying, not just delivering lines. All the same, I haven't set any goals for more movies after this one because I've got my education and I've got alternatives. Uh, What's that? Very sensible. Mm. But she did continue acting, though. Uh, After this, uh, she was uh, she did a season on the soap opera Santa Barbara. 
she was in the Joy Luck Club, Four Rooms, The Day After Tomorrow, The Eye. She had tons of guest appearances on shows like Quantum Leap, Babylon 5, Highlander, Murder, She Wrote, Nash Bridges, The Shield, Jag, 24, Stargate, uh, Heroes, Glee, True Blood, Teen Wolf. <laughs> Uh, she's actually been uh, featured more heavily uh, in recent years in shows like The Good Doctor, The Man in the High Castle, Star Trek Picard, and some show called Cobra Kai. I, no <laughs> um, I love I'm looking up pictures of her and it, like there's a lot that that are like, oh, 49 picture hot pictures of Tamlin Tomita. Okay. <laughs> like a lot of those lists. Yikes. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Um, she was one of People Magazine's 50 Most Beautiful People in 1991. She's very so. pretty, and she still looks really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I have re- I've even saw uh, watched an interview with her recently talking about her role in Cobra Kai, and she still seems really cool. Um, mm. and, I, wonder uh, if she, I wonder if she was in the episode of Quantum Leap where uh, Scott Bakula jumped into the body of, like, an American soldier coming back from, I think it was World War II, with, like, a Japanese wife. And they had to, and they had to uh, uh, endure a lot of racism and shit. <laughs> shoot, oh, um, and shoot. And shoot. <laughs> it was some um, episode. It was called Temptation. I'm finding it. I'm finding. It, I'm finding it because I love Matt, me some. Matt just leap. bought the uh, uh, the Quantum Leap uh, set on Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, nice. I've yeah. only seen episodes here and there so she's in season four the episode's called temptation eyes uh and she is a television reporter oh wait no sam is a television reporter and she is a psychic that uh that he's protecting and she can actually tell that he's not really is oh yeah uh and she's being stalked by a serial killer whoa yeah Hmm. i'll look forward to that yeah, oh, I want to watch this one now. Um, Maybe it should be like a bonus. Ooh. All right. We'll write that one down. Especially I was like, oh, she's actually like the co-star in the episode, you know, the, yeah. the main. Yeah. main I think that would be fun to do as a bonus episode. Yeah. Uh, she plays a character named Tamlin Matsuda. So they gave her her same name. Hmm. Yeah. So, um that's Tam. That's some fun facts about Tamlin. Uh, so back to the movie. Uh, Kumiko recognizes Miyagi immediately and kind of greets him warmly, which I love how uh, Miyagi just lights right up when, like, his he's got nothing but garbage <laughs> since he got no Okinawa, and now this like, you know, fresh-faced young girl is just like, oh, Miyagi-san, you know, so happy to see you. Um, uh, oh, and, and Auntie Yukie said you would come. So we find out there that she is Yukie's niece. It's very interesting. We both, Cho- Chosen is Sato's nephew and Kumiko is Yukie's niece. So I guess Sato and Yukie both have a brother or a sister <laughs> that, will, that we never meet. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I like how his, you know, yeah, Pat Morita is just kicking butt in this movie. His eyes, his eyes get a little, I mean, they're going to get watery later, but I, I felt like his, his eyes got a little watery. Just the fact that somebody is being from, from his village is being nice to him. It's not like an immediate, like, 
you know, uh, get out of here, Miyagi, or we're going to fight Miyagi. <laughs> yeah. Like but, yeah. Um, that's a pretty picture. Uh, there's her album cover. Oh, there's, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I sent you awesome. a YouTube link to the album, like the full album. Nice. Nice. <laughs> we'll have to remember to post those in, yeah. in the group. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Uh, Miyagi asks where Yukie is, but Kumiko's a little distracted by the teen heartthrob standing behind him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, where is she? And he's like, she's like, uh, uh, oh, nursing your father. <laughs> and and when she said nursing, Matt was like nursing and then mime, like, like, like holding nursing? a baby oh. to your breast. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> no. And then, uh, yeah, Miyagi says Domo, and which is thank you, right? Thanks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Domo, I got that. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mr. Roboto. Mr. Roboto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it all out there. Okay. Uh, uh, sticks. Oh, fiddle sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Yaki walks to the other entryway because, uh, you know, he knows his way around. <laughs> uh, Daniel stays behind to introduce himself, and that's where we learn Kumiko's name, and then she kind of gestures Daniel to follow Miyagi. But a uh, nice, sweet first meeting between these two. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll kind of judge how well we buy into their torrid love affair uh, <laughs> over the next few days of this Boy. movie. <laughs> Tempestuous. Ah, yes. Mm. Uh, we cut to Yukie's point of view as the door slides open dramatically to reveal Miyagi. <laughs> I love this this shot. You know, uh, it's very. Uh, I don't know. It, it, I, I've seen a lot of uh, you know Kurosawa films with the, the 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 samurai with the wind whipping through his hair. You know, it reminded me of that. But there's it, it a lot more emotion here it's just you know yukie's eyes open wide and you know like here's the man she loved and probably still loves just standing there and now looking 45 years older and just the sad smiles that they kind of exchange mm -hmm. uh, they carry a lot of weight you know even before they even say one word to each other <laughs> yeah and everybody's speaking english okay Every yeah this made me mad this may be bad because it's like obviously you would be speaking Japanese to each other, like you haven't seen each other in forever. Yeah. Like you're gonna speak Japanese, but then they start speaking English and it just takes me right out of it. <laughs> oh, it sorry. does. Like no, it does because it makes yeah. because I just think about that. Like I think about like you this Oh is yeah, not... this is a movie. Oh yeah. It's made for my American benefit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's I a just, time, really... sign of the times, you know. Uh, I I know in later years, you know, like I mean, I'm, I bring up Lost again, but you know that 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 was uh, groundbreaking for having like full conversations between. Uh, um, I think they were Korean um, yeah. in that show. And it was like got French people too. Yeah, 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 and just subtitles, 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 like almost an entire episode sometimes. Yeah, and I I actually appreciate that because it That's doesn't awesome. it doesn't like. Uh, I don't want to say dumb it down, but dumb it down. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. I mean, and it, and it sucks too because sometimes it it comes to the expensive story, you know, that yeah. they're like, well, Americans are watching. We have to. There's not there are not many people going to buy enough tickets, and 
if we, you know, it's all in subtitles. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Daniel should be constantly going, what did he say? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, I like, I liked it when it, when they made it like really obvious in Inglorious Bastards when they were like, like I'm like when uh, Christoph Waltz was like, I'm now going to switch to speaking English just for ease of conversation. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it was like, like the most obvious, but because it was so obvious, it was kind of funny. So. Yeah. And Christoph Waltz's delivery, I mean. Yeah, he's, he was so good in that. Like, Brad, I'm here for the ride, Brad, Christoph. Brad Pitt's Italian? Arrivederci. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brad Patano. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Yukie, who, uh, when I, I remember, uh, I had the junior novelization when I was a kid and just like the first one, I read this one to my mom as well. Cause I had reading time as a kid and I always picked like movie adaptations. <laughs> uh, but when I read, I remember always thinking that her, like, and unless I'm actually watching the movie, if I read the name, it is a Y U K I E. So I would always read it as Yuki. Yuki. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, if you're not pr- familiar with Japanese pronunciation, then, yeah, that's how you would say it. Right. Uh, so let's talk about this actress. I, I don't have as much information, uh, but she was born Nobu Atsumi uh, in Ottawa, Canada. Oh, she's Canadian. Yeah. Her father was actually Japanese ambassador to Canada. Oh, <gasps> that's cool. Yeah. Uh, she was raised in Japan and studied ballet. Uh, she was oh, Miss Tokyo. What? what? No. And, and then she you moved, like, married a. Uh, winners? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 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 And then she uh, married a U.S. serviceman and and uh, moved to the states. Um, and then she was, I guess, she was shopping uh, in the fifties in a little section of L.A. called Little Tokyo. And got discovered by a talent agent oh, wow. and ended up starring in The Geisha Boy with Jerry Lewis in 1958, uh, yeah, as well as a bunch of other movies uh, from the 50s and 60s. I, I, you know, unfortunately, I had nothing I could really recognize. Uh, but she did guest in TV shows like uh, Perry Mason, Mr. Ed, Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, like the old Batman? Like Adam West? Yeah, yep. Oh. Yep, yep. yep, she played a character named Lotus. Lotus? <laughs> Yes. Of oh, course, I want to look this up now. Does she have a bunch of hired goons? No, I think she was like kind of like the main villain's like girl or something like that. Uh, I'm looking yeah. this up. Go to the Batman. Nobu. Go to the Batmanpedia. Batmanpedia, <laughs> here I come. Uh, Nobu was another actor hired upon recommendation of Pat Morita, just like uh, Danny Kamakona was. Uh, because Nobu played his bride, his wife, uh, Momo, in the episode of Happy Days called Arnold's Wedding, which was yet another thing I was hoping to propose as a bonus episode. So maybe, like, we'll do, like, old-time TV. Can we do <laughs> the Batman episode? If she's if she features much in it, I don't know. Okay, listen. This is just a short little description. Lotus, Nobu McCarthy was the henchwoman in the 1968 episode Louis Lethal Lilac Time for the, <laughs> the TV series Man, I love the title of that. <laughs> yeah, he was like Louis the Lilac or something and so she was like like a secondary um person oh. to I, I don't know. Uh, 
There's like a characters called Sassafras and Saffron. Oh, <laughs> Louis the Lilac is uh, Milton Berle. Ah, there you go. So I think he had like, if I remember correctly, he had a bunch of girls and they were all named after flowers, like you like you just read off. This is a so, later episode because uh, Barbara Gordon's in in this. Yeah. And she was like what like a season two or three kind of edition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I did want to check out the episode of Happy Days, though, where Pat Morita and uh, Nobu McCarthy get married. <laughs> I thought that would be kind of cool. I would. Um, no, we got to do this Batman episode. I'm sorry. It sounds <laughs> I'm just reading the synopsis. I just, I just love. All right. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can do both because they're like sitcoms. So, you know. Uh, delightful. Um, delightful. So, in later years, uh, she played characters older than herself because she was afflicted with arthritis. Um, she was 52 in Karate Kid 2. Um, Tamlin, Tamita, became great friends with Nobu on the set of this film. And uh, it said she effectively adopted her as her mentor. Um, and um, Tamlin was greatly affected by her sudden death at the age of 67 in 2002 when they were actually in Brazil together making a movie. Huh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So some good backstory on those two actresses, actors, that's, I should say. That's kind of sweet that they became friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, and much like the relationship that you hear about Ralph and uh, Pat having, you know. Um, all right, so Miyagi enters and he's not breaking eye contact with Yuki. Yuki, I, re I read it just like that. That's so funny. Yuki, apologies. <laughs> and I love it. He's just kind of walking in and they're just eyes staring at each other. I don't want to say the other thing because <laughs> I'm not really doing that, but they're they're keeping uh, ga their gaze on each other. And I, I just imagine his, his father is just like, hello, I'm down here on my deathbed, but you two go on, please. Mm. <laughs> Uh, and I like how they, uh, <laughs> I like how the, uh, Miyagi and Yuki, uh, kind of exchange like little silent bows before Miyagi kneels down next to his father. And behind them, we see Kumiko and Daniel kind of watching leaned over in the doorway together. Just peeping. I just thought, yeah, I know. It's so awkward. That, like in. In real life, that would be so weird. Like, come in or get out. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But I guess they're, you know, both concerned about their older counterparts. Um, uh, in the shooting script, there's a little extra line here where Daniel whispers to Kumiko, is he going to get better? And Kumiko actually says, only Buddha knows. So a little bit of that mm. religion that was kind of excised <laughs> from the script. Mm. Uh, so Miyagi's eyes, well... I wonder if that's accurate or if it would be Shinto. I don't know. Yeah. And it's well, probably. I think probably there's true. a Shinto shrine that Sato prays at later in the movie. Again, this, these are later minutes. I have yet to do research on this stuff. And uh, uh, I'm dumb, so I don't want to take a guess. Uh, Shinto is like an older religion, and I think it's not as common anymore. It's more Buddhism. But I think like people still kind of observe Shinto because of you know it's a part of their culture and heritage I guess so they still have right. do some of the some of that stuff they still have a, like a lot of shrines around obviously mm. yeah and if this is the town that time forgot then you know exactly they would probably would still, yeah 
And uh, yeah, again, Miyagi looking down at his frail father, tearing up, like knowing that he's going to be dead soon. And what, 45 years went by and you couldn't pick up a phone? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like a lot of waste time and it's so sad. And it's almost like you just want to be like, like, I don't know, I would have felt a little more happier about this situation if it was implied that Miyagi had called now and again. Not mm. maybe came to Okinawa and visited, but maybe like just checked in or sent sent him letters. Like your father received all your letters, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Because he didn't do any he didn't do anything. Like Miyagi got into a fight with Sato and didn't want to fight and left. And so what? You just ignore your dad for 45 years? <laughs> Um, it's pretty, pretty harsh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You shouldn't like go one... there expecting anyone be, to be happy to see him. I know. Like, oh, here he comes, Mr. America. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Miyagi Sr. is looking very, very frail. I mean, I just imagine he must have been so much stronger 45 years ago. To... But he sounds like a young man when he speaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's that's on Friday. We'll we'll talk about that. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 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 skipping ahead. Yukie uh, speaks up and says something like "Ima Wensvinia," and then says in English, "He's sleep- he's sleeping." And yeah, Mickey actually listened to that. She's like, "Yeah, he is. Actually, she is actually saying now he's sleeping." <laughs> yeah, Ima means now. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and uh, Miyagi looks up. And Yuki asks uh, where, how, how did she know where to find him? And uh, we won't know the answer about that till Friday. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't want to like uh, uh, tread too much on their scene with jokes. I think this is so, so great that Nobu and Pat, like, I think these guys are so great together. And I don't know, they just, yeah, it's, it's so sad. Yeah. yeah. Well done, but it angers me. <laughs> you guys <laughs> wasted your lives. I know. Uh, I think we'll, this is something we're going to be. It's going to be like a theme of our of this season. It's just like why, but why, why? Uh, um. All right. Well, it is time for us to hit the road. Uh, can somebody tell me where I left my shoes? By the way, you guys. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> At the bowling alley. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Mel, you want to come back on Friday for another two Karate Kid two minutes? Why not? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, everybody send feedback, Karate Kid Minute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, look for Karate Kid Minute. You're going to find us there. And, uh, oh, I want to mention follow Okinawan tour guide and actor Mickey Amashita on Twitter and Instagram at Mickey410. That's M-I-K-I-410. Until next time, take off shoe.